Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside Fortnite, the podcast where we talk to people in the Fortnite community. Today we have... Uh, hey, this is Stampy from Stampy Knows Gaming over on YouTube.com and Twitch TV, or .TV. I'm a gamer. Uh, I do streams, videos, and just about anything that you know comes to mind. I do at least uh, streams uh, two, three times a week, now more. Uh, but uh, I usually try to keep it in that two to three range at the very minimum. But yeah, other than that, I'm just a general Fortnite player in the uh, nice, battle royale. Nice. Uh, I haven't. I don't think I've ever played the actual. Boo! Uh, base game. <laughs> so. You'll you, you'll get there eventually. It'll it'll come st- uh, free to play, and then I would I would yeah. like to. I was gonna buy it, but right now money's yeah, tight. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's fifty percent off. So everybody's listening. If you haven't already got the PVE portion of Fortnite, it's currently fifty percent. Well, I can, you know, I guess I shouldn't say that because by the time I'm, I actually have this episode out, it could be completely not fifty percent. So you know, at the time of the recording, it is fifty percent off. So um, I personally think it's well worth it. But ov- obviously, I also know that you know, free to play is. Uh, much more appealing. So real quick, let's talk about a couple of updates and, and then we'll, we'll get to know you, Stampy. So um, when we when we last spoke, uh, the season pass was just coming out, didn't quite know what was in it, and so now it's out. And so now we got the battle pass, and I, I like it. I like the um, selection of stuff. I think they did a pretty good job of really make, making... A, a good mount. What, it, what is it? Do? Um, well, the battle pass for those of you who might not know is basically kind of like it's kind of like a bundle. I mean, if you want to put it that way. So, by getting the battle pass, um, you get access to a lot of like vanity items, and so it's kind of a way to to give you something to grind for every season. So every season, it kind of starts you back over. And so then you have things to go towards. So like you start off with like a, a moon man, and then as you go on, you get more banners. You get like trails. So instead of just a, an air trail, you can get flame trails or bubble trails or rainbow trails. Right. Um, and then yeah. other <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, yeah. hey guys, I'm going over here. <laughs> Well, I mean, the gliders aren't that much better because now they have a giant-ass um, dragon, which is pretty much like the Chinese dragon that they usually have, like, six people under, and they're, like, dancing around and stuff. And so, yeah, now that's a glider. So, yeah, you might as well be saying, over here in a big neon sign. So, <laughs> um, but I, I like it. They also have a, a John Wick character, and they have uh, like a special ops looking character, and then a couple of the pickaxes. They look kind of cool. I like it. Um, still, still definitely think if if you play battle battle royale on a regular basis, so we're talking like you know once a day, once every other day, something like that. 950, that's still definitely worth it considering how much a single skin or a single pickaxe can put you back, you know, 950 totally worth it. And then a uh, correction from last show, $28 will get you the battle pass and 25 tiers, which is a really good um 
which is a really good price because for a single tier, I want to say is like a dollar fifty. If you want to skip your way past everything, I believe it's a dollar fifty, which is hundred and fifty V bucks. So considering that it's nine dollars and fifty cents uh, for the battle pass just by itself, then you're getting twenty eight dollars for twenty five um, tiers. Yeah, really good, really good thing. Um, on the PVE side of stuff, we have some new missions, um, and they're themed on the lunar, um, the lunar season. So, like, there's a lot of fireworks and stuff. Like, one, a lot of the missions and deal with fireworks, and it's really cool. Um, one thing I like is that I didn't quite finish the Valentine's event. But they stacked on top of each other. So kind of like in Battle Royale where their weekly challenges will stack on top of each other. So even if you join in mid-season, it seems to be the same way for the PvE stuff. And I'm so glad because like, I was kind of depressed. I didn't get all the way through the, the Valentine's Day stuff. And so I was kind of bummed out. But then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, it's still here. I, and sure enough, I was able to still do it. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, they just, they keep doing more and more to make, you know, the game just worth it. Speaking of worth it, there's a freaking hoverboard now. So now you do a mission, which is you go into like a city area and you, um, you break or you harvest 10, um, hot rods. It specifically has to be a hot rod vehicle. And then, um, it'll drop a hot rod piece for you. If you get 10 of them, then you get yourself the, um, the hoverboard and the hoverboard is really cool because now you can just zoom around the entire map all the time. Um, and you know, you don't use your stamina or anything like that. And it's just fun. It's just a nice little fun addition. Like, they, they, you know, they definitely didn't have to do it. And to be honest, I could see something like this heading over to the battle Royale. And I think it could be pretty cool. It could be a really cool addition as far as like it being a drop. Maybe it has to be from a chest or it yeah, has a, to be from a, vehicle, a supply depot. That would really change the game in terms of battle royale mods. Exactly, exactly. And especially since, yeah, especially since you have PUBG, which is um, obviously, you know, they have vehicles, they have motorcycles and cars and stuff. So, I mean, adding that in i think would be really cool uh, at PUBG, the same time i think <laughs> you don't or a car you don't just spawn with a car that would be true it would have to be just out in the wild true and true. PUBG, uh at least on the console i don't know if they've done the same thing on the pc but they've had to completely change how cars work because what would happen is you would get 10 people mm -hmm. all in cars and it would become a demolition derby it, and they would all have basically a mini truce where they would just not mess with each other and just run everyone down <laughs> when the circle got so small that everyone had to be inside of it and just run over That's everybody fine. and there was nothing you could do and they've kind of nerfed them too hard they're yeah they will explode if you look at them wrong it's kind of weird <laughs> um, that's funny. Well, I mean, I I guess with the hoverboard, like that would sort of make it. Now in the PVE, if you get hit, you automatically get off of your hoverboard. So something like that. It's kind of like the bush, where as soon as you get hit in the bush, the bush goes away. Well, the bush was so I think something like that. 
<laughs> but um, I, th- I I think it could be a, a good addition. One thing I do have to say is that if they did add it, it would be nice if they also maybe made another map and maybe made it just a little bit bigger. Yeah, if you're going to add vehicles, because, the map needs to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, yes, definitely, because zooming around on that thing on the little maps that they have for PvE it's you know you get around pretty quickly so <laughs> so i mean doing the same thing in battle royale i think you'd get from one side to another and and yeah but at the same time it would it would be so fun all right so um let's let's get to know you man um so where where do you come from where do i come from where, okay well where where do you hail from hail from <laughs> well, i'm originally from a little town in texas called lexington oh okay um about like 1100 people Mm-hmm. Um, right yeah. now I live. And do you in, still live there? Or? No, no, no. Right now I live in the uh, town I went to college to, uh, Brenham. It's about an Brenham? hour away okay. from my hometown. It's uh, like sixteen thousand people, so it's not much. It, you know, it's technically much bigger in Lexington, but it's not exactly a mm-hmm. full size city. Considering yeah. we're also about an hour away from the third largest city in the United States of America, good old Houston. Houston. Houston, yeah, Texas. but um, because it overtook Chicago, so yeah, we're <laughs> up and up. Though I don't know how the population's gonna look uh, in the next year, come in the coming years, because we were just about to overtake Chicago, and then Hurricane Harvey hit. Oh yeah, um, we are still reeling pretty hard from that uh that disaster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um from central texas now i'm in central east texas i've been here all my life been in brenham which is home of bluebell greatest ice cream ever oh uh, yeah <laughs> hell yeah man so good uh but i've been here for about two or three years um where i met my fiance it's where I met most of my friends now it's where i live yeah. for the time being and you know uh so you're getting married yes yes yep yeah. yeah. uh what wednesday what I heard, but i wasn't sure the date we're uh, not sure, right sure of yet. Well, it was going to be March second, which was conveniently uh, Texas Independence Day. <laughs> nice. Um, um, that was when we were going to get married. We we're just going to do like a courthouse wedding first, just like mm-hmm. get it all over with and get that done, and like save money and do and then do like a big wedding later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my brother has had some uh, issues. Him and his wife ha- are having a kid, and the kid is going to be real, real, real sick. Oh, and no. it's the same week that we would be getting married, so we were like, "Well, since it's not like since we're not renting like a church or anything like that, right. you know." And I kind of sprung it on them because we were like, "Oh yeah, we want to get married on this date. Let's just do it." And it's like, "Oh, that's like a week away. Oh God!" So it's like we we're just like, "Well, let's just push it back. It's, you know, we we can yeah. do that. It won't be that big of a deal." So you know, so they can get their affairs in order. Yeah, right, you know, right. Just in case, and it, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, and we're all going up to Houston to go be with them when uh, she gives birth to the baby so mm-hmm. old big family affair but yeah it's, the timing kind of didn't didn't work out yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah as a father of a in the new queue yeah it, it's it it's difficult i mean i was one of the lucky ones because when my girl came she uh she didn't necessarily have anything wrong with her, but she was just really, really tiny. So, but no, no matter what, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine how bad it would be to, you know, be stuck in that particular situation. But you know, I don't know how long so. the baby's gonna have to be in the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's like man, it's gonna be a few months, but it's like the best. I can't remember where the hospital is in Houston, or what the hospital is in Houston, but it's 
what they specialize in is this type of uh, care. It's like they're yeah, like the best good. in the world at it. Um, the thing about Texas is despite our politics, we have probably some of the best hospitals in the world. We have like mm-hmm. the best cancer hospital in San Antonio. We have the best, uh, the best, I think it's either San Antonio or Dallas, but then we have like the best burn ward. Mm-hmm. You can also think of San Antonio, you know. Uh, and what this baby has is I think the heart is, the, outside of- it's like outside the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I've heard of that. The formation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were scared because the doctors were like, oh, the baby could die and this and that. But then when they went to Houston, the doctors in Houston were like, ah, this ain't nothing. They're like, what, really? It's right. Like, it's it's so weird how just going from one spot to another could just complete. I mean, same thing with cancer, right? I mean, not, you go to it's one not place, as hard and, well, as you, you have six it's, months. It's and, the, as the other people would say, it's going to be. It's like, we've done this. We're literally doing it right now. And our rate of losing these these kids is very, very low. You know, it's yeah. if something bad happens it usually happens during the birth but not the after once we get them out you know they stay in the hospital for a few months and we fix them up and it's like yeah wow Good. great and then my brother's gonna see the bill and, and <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna have a heart attack but it'll all be worth it in the end. yeah but but yeah it's uh apparently if you have a baby with an illness of if you have a baby with the illness of any sort this is the place to go it's like come here and they got a, they got the best chance yeah, small miracles i guess you know you, there might be something wrong but at least you at least you're able to get the best care so that's good my best wishes to them so uh what, what do you do for a living nothing at the current moment in time oh, okay <laughs> i uh worked for heb for the better part of a year which mm-hmm. is a grocery store in texas and mexico i don't know if they are in any other states but technically we are internet they are an international company because they have uh, they have stores in Mexico. What about Central Market? Is Central Market anywhere else? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, I worked for them. I was a night stalker. Oh. And uh, I did that for... <laughs> There's not a different word for that? <laughs> no, stalker. Yeah, we were... We would stock... we break down trucks and stock the store and everything, and we were... Uh, we'd do all that, but yeah, I did it for about as long as I could take, and then I had mm-hmm. to... I had to leave, and right now I'm on what I call a, a little mini vacation i have about three jobs i could just jump onto at any point in time if i wanted to but i'm waiting on kind of a dream job at the moment yeah um well what would be your your dream job then well the dream job well the the dream job right now is rooster teeth or specifically achievement hunter is in need of a production manager Ooh. um they need someone to schedule videos and do stuff like that and i saw that and i saw the the job post literally within the first 24 hours that they posted it and i applied nice um, nice so yeah and uh, they also have a social media manager of job available so i applied for that but yeah that would that would be great to go to austin and work for them and i mean i basically do that already and do it for free <laughs> the right, workload's yeah. going to be a lot more than it is now but i did that while also managing a job and a life at the same time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know doing it for my actual job a pretty good pay, uh, paying job so that would be pretty be pretty good that would be the uh, the dream job yeah yeah so um so you stream correct i, I think you said you tried to do it two three times a, a week mm-hmm. uh yeah about two three times a week uh, i have multiple series going on right now um mm-hmm. trying to do all the uncharted games nice uh about at the end of uncharted 2 i'm also finishing up the arkham games 
I have a little bit left to go with Arkham Knights. That series is almost done. Um, I don't think I started another series. I think I, I've pretty much finished all these series that I've done. Right. Um, right. Basically working through backlogs, old games, replaying stuff. One of the right. future series that I have in mind is playing through the Metroid Prime series. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like to do. And then on top of that, uh, Fortnite, PUBG, and stuff like that. Probably some Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, Halo. The Halo series is something I'm probably going to do. That convenient would, Master Chief collection. What What would you say is your favorite at the moment? Favorite Which was my favorite? My favorite game? Yeah, at the moment. What's your favorite game right now? Uh, to play? Um, hmm. My favorite game of 2017 was Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, nice, nice. Um... And while I don't own it at the current moment in time, <laughs> that would probably still be my favorite game. Nice. Um, I'm playing games now. I mean, they're still great games, but I'm playing games now is because they're part of the schedule. Right, right. Um, or because, like, I just want to play some Fortnite, or I just want to play some PUBG, but, uh, you know, to occupy that spot, that the favorite, it's like, man, that, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to beat Mario, and then the <laughs> other guy behind it was Breath of the Wild, so... Two right, spots right. that were that were real tight, you know. Mm-hmm. And then behind them was going to be Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, the, uh, the new Colossus. Mm-hmm. Only thing bad about that game was the ending credit song. It was awful. My God, <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, but yeah, in Horizon Zero Dawn. But yeah, that that's I'm still playing my way through that. So that is. Yeah. All those are kind of in the same place, but Super Mario Odyssey filled me with uh, so much joy. <laughs> it 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 never frustrated me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were frustrating bits, but I was okay. Breath right. of the Wild, there were moments where I was just so mad, and I was like, I'm just not going to play this for right now, and I'll come back later. <laughs> but Super Mario Odyssey is like, I'm... Before I kill it. It's like, I'm, I'm angry, but I'm glad that I get to be angry. This game is so... Uh, how great this game is to make me feel emotion. Like, this is like, wow. This, <laughs> it, this game is, is fantastic, and uh, it was. Um, nice. So I, what would you think is your uh, the your favorite game of all time? Like, the one you could play through multiple times? and mm, Favorite game of all time? I don't know. You really want to see my, my, my wheel spin. Ask me, it's like, where would you rank these things? And I can't do it. I, I, I just can't. Um. But favorite game of all time. Mm. And your time's up. No, it might be Odyssey. <laughs> the correct answer it, was... It, it might be Odyssey. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's no, definitely going to no. be Nintendo. Um, yeah. You're a Nintendo boy. Uh, You're a Nintendo dude? Just Nintendo. It, it's the... 98% of what they put out is just amazing. And then mm-hmm. the other 2% goes from mediocre to bad real quick. But it's usually what they give you, it's like, here's another Mario game. It's like, this is one of the greatest games of all time. And like, of course it is. We made it. Um, <laughs> unless it has the Paper Duh. Mario moniker attached to it, then you really don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, nice. You're either going to get Thousand Year Door or you're going to get Sticker Star. And you <laughs> really hope that you're going to get Thousand Year Door. But it doesn't always happen. Uh, but Nintendo is just, I don't know, um, something about their games. But... That being said, another one of my favorite games of all time and um, was going to be Last of Us, and that's completely the opposite of anything Nintendo has oh, ever done. Jeez, such a good game. 
it's a great game um but i i don't i don't know um I mean that would that one would be up there for me for sure as far as when you want to give an example of a game that like transcends just being a game and it's just good entertainment in general that's the last of us voice acting you know acting in general because they did it in motion capture so they have to act in general and just visuals and gameplay and just replayability it's like i it's one of the very few games that i can finish and i'm like you know what i kind of want to play it again it just it draws you in for sure it seems that stuff like whether what is good and what isn't good is a little easier for me than what is my favorite i don't know necessarily know why. right i think yeah is it gonna be breath of wild or super mario odyssey yeah all right or last of us <laughs> right yeah because damn it though damn it, that you know that's those are those games are in a completely league a complete league of their own in terms of game yep. gameplay and the other in terms of storytelling um uh, and then i would also throw one of the metal gear solids in there yeah any one of them i think or or just as good as any of the others um i think the weakest of them is phantom pain but i i think they're all uh great totally agree yeah can't wait to not ever touch Metal Gear Survive. This <laughs> <laughs> review scores are not great. No, it's not doing that great, no. I don't know how to transition into this, but I'm like, you know, favorite story, either, you know, behind the scenes, like when you're on, you know, Twitch or something, or just like a really funny life story or something. How about, uh, like, tell me something interesting about yourself. Interesting about myself. Uh... <laughs> I, uh, uh, like I have uh, a life-size replica of Jar Jar Binks. Or <laughs> I was die. Oh God, I hate Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> um, man, I can't wait for uh, Dennis's or um, uh, Dennis, uh, uh, Mister Lofgren. I'm gonna call him that and see see how he takes that. Uh, but Dennis is a the Star Watch podcast I'm a part of because speaking of Jar Jar Binks, that the first movie up is Phantom Menace, and oh my God, I'm gonna tear into that movie. <laughs> um, but uh, as favorite life life story, um, I, I think one of the most interesting things about me is that I was not diagnosed with autism until I was well into high school. Yeah. Um, which means for my entire, almost my entire schooling career, um, I was either just considered weird, lazy, or dumb. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that doesn't really help. <laughs> Um, I was sick. I was 16, near uh, or no, I was either 16 or 17 when I was actually diagnosed, and uh, it kind of changed my life mm-hmm. because when you, at least in my case, it's like before you actually diagnosed with something, you think you're crazy, mm. but when someone goes, "No, you're not crazy," there's actually a reason that you're like this. It's like, oh well, that makes complete total sense. Mm-hmm. Now my life can change, and it did. And um, as for stories. I don't know, um, but one of the most interesting things I guess about myself is that the fact that I look and talk different than the person that I am, and what I mean by that is, is I sound very Southern, uh, oh, yeah. very Texan. I dress uh, very Texan. I am very Texan. I love this state. Um, um, it is a pride that is within the depths of my soul, and then everyone, you know, the way they look at me, they listen to me talk, and everything. You know, they think I would think a certain way. And then they hear my beliefs and my opinions. And they're like, this man is completely different. 
Uh, you, the, you, you look and see this cowboy and this you know this rough and tumble guy, and you think, oh, he's probably conservative. He's probably this or that, and then finds out that I'm the most liberal person you could talk to. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of weird, um, especially when I talk about God, and they're like, oh, of course he's Christian, and I'm like, yeah, and you know, and this is the reason why you know socialism is actually not that bad. People are like, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I, just, I just say it was completely great. I sound like like that, and it's like you know we you know probably shouldn't help the rich, you know, and stuff like you know, and then necessarily um, economic beliefs, and then um, and talking about gun laws and stuff like that, and it's like this person's like completely different than how you think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, but you own guns. How can you be against them? I'm like, being for gun laws does not necessarily mean you're against guns. It's like being for the ESRB doesn't mean they hate video games. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it's you know ratings are actually really good. They yeah. help people. They let you know. A ten-year-old yeah. doesn't need to play Grand Theft Auto. It could probably mess them up in some way or the other. Um, especially Grand Theft Auto Five. Mess some stuff in that game with like Trevor. <laughs> Here, kid, have fun. <laughs> there you yeah. go. But yeah, you know, I, I, I guess that might be the most interesting thing about about me. But uh, well, I got I got I got I, I do have a story. Um, see, when I was, when I was about three or four. Um, my sister just got her driver's license, and she had a brand new Ford F one fifty. Uh, I think a ninety nine F one fifty. And we were going. We drove to Giddings, which is the town about thirty minutes away from my hometown. It's in the same county. It's where the courthouse is, where the uh, main courthouse is, and it's where the DPS is. And in Texas, we have the DMV, but we don't use the DMV. I honestly don't know what the DMV is used for in the state because. All of our, most of our stuff that goes, uh, that for cars and stuff goes through DPS, the Department of Public Safety, it goes through the state police mm-hmm. and the Texas Rangers and stuff like that. You know, the, the same guy, you know, the same guys that kill Bonnie Clyde are the same guys that give you your driver's license. It's kind of weird, but you know, it it's the way we do it. Uh, so all these DMV horror stories that I hear about, it, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I mean, mine was pretty fast. The sheriff, well, not the sheriff, the uh, the you know the the um, state police gave me my license so it's like and they don't want to be there so they get stuff done fast uh, yeah odd how that works but we went down to the DPS to go get her license it's the first day she had her license we went and got Sonic um, and got something to eat and then on our way back uh, we live out in the country but the road that leads to our house is adjacent to a major highway I went to turn in and there was like this old lady that would not slow down and we had to stop to turn and go down you know our road to our house well mom and my mom and my sister who were sitting on uh, beside me i was sitting in the middle seat or you know so what do we do what do we do what do we do it's like that lady won't stop and my mom said just go my sister thought that she meant turn like turn to go down to the house but what my mom meant was go straight and what happened is my sister went okay she freaked out and she just drove out into the middle of the highway and an 18-wheeler going about 70 miles an hour in the other direction. Just hit us. Full speed. Oh, dang. Totaled the truck. Truck was unrecognizable. Um, you know, whole highway stopped. Everybody got out. People looking at all the gas and everything. It was in the paper. And they thought we were dead. Straight oh, wow. up, thought we were dead. And we walked out. We opened the door and walked out. No one was hurt. Not a one. No one was hurt. Wow. Um, the windows hadn't didn't even break. What? <laughs> and yeah, it was crazy. And of course, we're a very religious family or a spiritual family, so you know, we 
course, you know, gave that all to God. And we're like, <laughs> right, yeah. doubly now. It's, it's like, hell yeah, that was God. That's a weird sentence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird sentence. That's a weird sentence. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, it's like, but uh, yeah, the, that that wreck should have killed us. Definitely. Should have yeah, killed wow. us. The force of that truck hitting us took the ba- the bed of the truck and twisted it. it looked like candy wrapper. Oh jeez. Um, but none of the windows broke. I do remember that there was no glass. There's pictures of the truck. The truck is gone, but the windows are. <laughs> fine the only door that was able to i mean we opened the driver's side door and it opened and we walked out oh, and i remember this and i even asked my mom about it see if it was true because for some reason uh, ch- childhood memories are not what you think they are right right memory is fickle and weird sometimes stuff that you think really happened didn't but I have witnesses, so I go and ask those witnesses to see if my memory is true. And it turns out it was. The truck driver who hit us, and it wasn't his fault, wasn't his fault, um, you know, he saw these people get out, and he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he saw a kid. He saw an itty-bitty kid. That was me. And he picked me up and was crying and was inspecting me to see if I was okay. And he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he, I remember that. And I remember being like, who the hell is this dude? Um, <laughs> and everything. But he was losing it because he thought he just killed someone's kid. Right, right. And, I mean, it wasn't his fault. It literally was not his fault. If anybody's fault, it was Candy's fault. Um, but it kind of wasn't. It was like a big, huge miscommunication. That old bitch that wouldn't slow down behind us. I don't know whatever happened to her, but, you know, that was the whole reason we got in this mess. Right, right. Some idiot woman who just wouldn't slow down. Um, but, yeah, we, we survived. Oh and this is God. not a uh a like uh isolated incident so my family loves fords we were in a ford f-150 my dad then buys my sister another brand new f-150 this time black um that also he, the only one he ever bought new ca- cars for was my sister for some reason he didn't care about my brother and he, then he bought me a hand-me-down <laughs> ford I, 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 right, right. that's a whole another thing we get into about how my uh, that's I a whole another therapy father. session <laughs> uh but so we love fords fords are amazing so that truck later becomes my brother's once my sister goes off to college and gets her own vehicle that my dad also bought <laughs> gives that truck to clint uh, because dad wouldn't buy him a truck for some stupid ass reason that i don't understand but he gets this truck uh he finally finds out that he's going to graduate because my, my brother had some school issues but he finally found out that he was going to graduate and he was so happy and he was speeding like an idiot because of course he was um in this black f-150 at night and some i forgot where he was uh, one of the roads down in lexington i guess it doesn't matter that i know because i could say the name and nobody would know unless <laughs> you live in this area. Yeah, mm. all our texans would know <laughs> not just texan i mean texas is a big state you have to be in lee county and i say 696 and like that road will kill you I'm like yeah sure will i lived on that road but like um they uh he was coming down some turn and he has like a big speaker system and shit like that and lights and stuff in his truck. And he leans down to go mess with the knob. I think he was either turning something up or turning something down. And then when he looks back up, he goes, that's weird. And so I tell the story, he goes, I looked up and it's like, that's weird. Why is the road where the sky is? And that's when his head slammed to the, to the window of his truck. He went, took a corner going about 80 and when he, that's when he ducked down and he just went zoom and straight off and then the truck flipped in the air and rolled. Um, the truck rolled back over onto its wheels. Clint was okay. Wow. Somehow was fine. 
Uh, only thing that broke were the mirrors, or one of the mirrors on the truck. Um, he called Dad. Dad went and got him. Um, we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And he goes, well, truck looks fine. <laughs> we're going to mess with it. Truck truck looks fine. It's like it's, it's dented everything, and it, it doesn't look bad. His dad pops up in the engine, or the hood of the engine, connects some wires. Because when you roll a truck, at least newer trucks, old stuff probably look different, it disengages the engine. It turns right, itself right. off to stop it from blowing up. Um, blowing up and hurting the car itself, and it can cause issues, but if it, it when it rolls over, it stops itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to just do, do a very, very simple thing, and he goes, start it up. Clint's like, there ain't no way this truck's going to start. Start it up. <laughs> starts it up. Truck starts up. Me and Dad get back in the truck, and then Clint drives home. Drives home crooked, but he drives home. That <laughs> truck to this day is still driving somewhere because we sold oh, wow. it to uh, someone in town. Every time we got in a wreck, we sold the truck. The only one that hasn't didn't run. Well, the F one fifty still the, the F one fifty still run. The white one that my brother, uh, my my sister wrecked, still run or ran. It just couldn't drive because its wheels were gone. Yeah. And the back half of the truck was gone, but the engine is fine, solid engine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, he drove that truck home, drove it for like another year, and then sold it to someone who turned it into a hunting truck, and it still runs to this day. Um, so yeah. My family's a Ford family. <laughs> then I had an F-150, a 98 F-150, this time blue. I was going to my senior trip. Um, I was driving there, I uh, and it was during, this was before Hurricane Harvey, so this was during the storm where the most rain in Texas history hit. Oh, jeez. Um, we actually had three of these storms back-to-back, so... Mm-hmm. We were breaking records like crazy, and then we had a bit of a lull, and then Hurricane Harvey hit, and then just, and then just capped off all those records. But it went from overcast, no rain, and I was just driving. I was going the speed limit, and all of a sudden it starts raining so hard I can't see. I go to turn my wipers on; they're not hitting fast enough to do the rain. I'm going about 65 miles an hour. I can't see, so I hit my brakes, and when I do, the back end of my truck flips out spin i spin about six or seven times i go down a hill through a ditch through a fence and then i hit a railroad tie they were using as a post and my truck comes to a dead stop oh, um it ripped all my brake lines out it threw my battery across it, you know it messed my truck up uh we then put that truck on a trailer hauled it out of there i did i missed my senior trip because i got in a wreck and had got a concussion didn't go to the hospital just went home and slept it off um, you slept off a you know, concussion. Uh, <laughs> that's a myth. You're fine, but you know, and uh, you can. It's, and then we sold that truck, and then it still runs. And then yeah, someone yeah. got hit by eighteen wheeler, and then fixed it up again, and then it still runs again. I saw it the other day, last time I was in town. So the moral of the story is not only does God like my family, but Ford trucks <laughs> will save your life. <laughs> my um. mother. Then got a uh, Grand Marquis, um, a Grand Marquis. I don't know what the name of the, tr- the name of the car company, but it's a subsidiary of Ford. Mm-hmm. She fell asleep and rolled that car. They rolled it back over. She drove it home without a windshield and everything. And this car was messed up, but drove it home. They sold it for <laughs> scrap and everything. She was fine, completely fine. Nothing was wrong with her. All she had was a headache. She then gets a Ford. Was it Focus? It was a Ford Focus, the like the one with the hatchback. Mm-hmm. She was going. I like that car. It's so ugly. It was not ugly. It was. <laughs> it, was it was not ugly, woman. Look, and she was driving, and, and she was 
and she was driving and um uh the light went green and she was just driving to i think go home from work yeah, yeah. and some idiot high schooler in his big jacked up truck did not see the red light or didn't care and hit her oh, going geez. full speed in a old truck and it was like solid steel right old truck and uh and it messed that stop hitting the mic and it and it messed uh it messed that car up and then she walked out fine right and uh so all fords are ford owned vehicles <laughs> still to this day no one is dead yeah uh um real and quick. all those all those vehicles still ran right <laughs> so I guess now is the part of the show where we need to somehow link it to Fortnite so that we can call it Inside Fortnite. Um, <laughs> so uh, obviously you play uh, Battle Royale. Sure um, do. So what what's what's your thoughts on it? What do you like about it? Um, I think it it is what PUBG should be in a lot of ways. Ooh, it's well, okay. So look, PUBG does some things better than Fortnite, and I actually think the battles in PUBG are a little bit better than Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more balanced in a way, except for snipers. Um. Uh, uh, PUBG, when someone I start getting shot at, except when everyone teams up on me, and then the vehicle stuff. But it seems like if I get, it, it seems a little bit more skill based, yeah. In a way, uh, Fortnite, it just kind of seems who shoots first. And even then, if they got that double pump shotgun, you're screwed. Right. Um, Which thankfully you, they nerf that. <laughs> you, now there, you actually there, have to cock it. <laughs> there is a problem. There's something wrong with Fortnite's uh, shooting. I don't know what it is that doesn't seem to happen in PUBG. When I get in a fight with PUBG, while it is terrifying, I always feel like I can hold my own. I can hold my own. And not all the weapons in Fortnite are great. There is a uh, uh, three-round burst uh, rifle Mm -hmm. that is awful. Right, right. Like, genuinely awful. I hate it. I hate it. Um... I will not pick it up if it's the only thing I have. I will just, I'll not pick it up. Um, the pistols in Fortnite are actually really good. Uh, the just regular pistols, not the six shooters. Right, right. Um, they're very accurate, but no one picks them up. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I don't know what it is about PUBG and, and the actual fighting that seems to work a lot better, to me at least. I haven't won a game in any of them. <laughs> yeah, I've been right. playing since they've kind of been a thing, at least on Xbox. So I, I can't figure out what it is, but in terms of everything else, um, Fortnite is the better game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, PUBG crashes constantly, uh, not just on Xbox. Uh, it does it on PC as well, and PC has a huge cheating problem. Um, Fortnite looks better. Yeah. Fortnite as far as runs smoothness, better. yeah. Fortnite is more polished. And I know that it's it's coming off another game, but... The 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 guys with PUBG the, the game should not run as bad as it does. Yeah, it just shouldn't. You can run this thing with two titans and it still looks and runs like shit. And I don't know why. It's still a great game. It's still fun. Yeah, uh, I don't. 
Game of the Year awards I thought was weird because I'm like, what are we, exactly are we calling Game of the Year here? Yeah. Uh, what does that award even mean now? Um, See, the same thing happened to me when Overwatch got nominated. I'm like, Overwatch, it's a good game. It's a phenomenon. Everybody likes Overwatch. And and it's not that I don't like Fortnite. or and it's, I mean, sorry. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Overwatch. It's the fact that why is it game of the year? Why did it win game of the year? You know, I don't I, think I don't, when I it, don't necessarily think it should have won, but being right. nominated, that didn't bother me as much. Uh, yeah, I have a kind of I problem mean, with multiplayer stuff, but the the same time as I don't really like Overwatch all that much. Yeah, but Overwatch, I understand. Overwatch, well, and I is understand a, it. It's just it's when you're saying it's game of the year. It game of the year to me is like it. It has the three pillars: a good gameplay, good um, uh, story, whether it, it whether or not it is on you know multiplayer only or single player, and then just good production. And I mean, it had those, but like when you when you're putting Overwatch or PUBG for that matter on the pedestal. Uh, on the same pedestal as The Last of Us, which we were both talking about how that's our favorite, one of our favorite games of all time, you're also putting it on the same pedestal. You're also putting it on the same pedestal as, um, as like The Walking Dead season one when that first came out. Um, you're also putting it on the same pedestal as, as Mario, Mario or Link that or Link. <laughs> Um, Zelda Breath of the Wild you're putting Overwatch on the same pedestal as that and that was my biggest problem with Overwatch being nominated and winning it's like it's a good game I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it wasn't but and same thing with PUBG it's like I, I don't I don't deny the fact that a lot of people played it but a lot of people playing doesn't mean it's a good game. Doesn't mean that it deserves necessarily. Just because something is addictive doesn't mean mm. that it's a good game either. Exactly. I mean, you sit down on a slot machine and it's real hard to put yourself away. It doesn't mean that it's game of the year. Exactly. Um, PUBG does have something that is that is incredibly addictive. But uh, I don't think a game as broken as it is should be should have been nominated exactly overwatch is a different story because overwatch is not broken in any way shape or form it was polished it worked uh i just think content wise there wasn't much there right um otherwise it, call of duty multiplayer should have won game of the year six years in a row yeah right um, if that's what we were going off of exactly but yeah there's no single player and but like if you people if talk about the lore if you nominated if you nominated call of duty any of the call of duties after modern warfare 2 well, some of the Black Ops games were actually were very oh, yeah. Black good. Ops I mean, is like, awesome. If you if you it's like Call of Duty Ghost Game of the Year, people would have just lined up and tried to burn your house down. Right. But like, uh, but, but you go, because oh, it's, it's Blizzard, it's like, you can't just multi do it for the multiplayer. What about the terrible campaign? Well, Overwatch gets nominated and wins Game of the Year, and I was like, that's kind of weird, but whatever. You know. Yeah, um, I didn't like it I think at there all. Were, I think there were better games that came out that year, but. In terms of Overwatch versus PUBG, I think Overwatch gets it more than PUBG because PUBG is not a polished game. No, it's not. It, I think it's fun. I don't think it's good. Yeah, it's it's I not think, a game. Uh, it's a demo. <laughs> yeah, and it has serious problems that have yet to be addressed. Right. Um, you know they have the money to do it, to <laughs> fix it. Yeah, um, over $30 million sold, and like Fortnite is free to play. 
but they still make a lot of money, obviously. But what I'm trying to say is that Fortnite runs better than it, and they didn't charge an upfront fee. Whereas Fortnite PUBG ran better from the beginning. Exactly. It, run better now. exactly. it ran better getting, and it was a stunt. Mm. It was something they put together in like an afternoon. So <laughs> Probably. Like, here. It's like, here, it's like, we like PUBG. Let's try our hand at it. It's just the Fortnite map, mm-hmm. and there's some guns spread out. Have fun. You're like, this is running at 60 frames a second. Yep. And right. there's really no dropping, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. And then you go to play PUBG on anything, and it you can't get steady anything. No, you cannot. PUBG, especially on Xbox. Uh, there are some. I think in terms of polish and actual just game, um, it, it's weird because Fortnite does not play like a free-to-play game. Oh, definitely not. PUBG does. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah the and, fact that uh, you have to pay $30, $30 to get into a game that's not finished yet. It's It's not done, and it's not even close to being done. And yet, you get something for free. Like, even if we're not talking about Fortnite, even if we're talking about another free-to-play game, like a free-to-play MMO, even like even some of those ran better at launch than PUBG. There, there are games that charge sixty dollars and are completely broke. I mean, Ubisoft's been lambasted for the last few years yep, for releasing yep, products yep, yep. that just aren't done. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda killed the studio. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, EA killed that studio. But <laughs> right. Right. That, that, the the press of that game, Battlefront Two, is not done. That game did not go through any mm-hmm. kind of QA. Yeah. It's like, well, does it play very bad? Actually, I don't think Battlefront Two plays well. But I'm talking about just in the systems. Oh yeah. Who approved that? No one, because it didn't get approval. They yeah. Should put this in the game. And they go, should we test it? And they said, no. Everybody will love it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then when they gave it to reviewers. They uh, actually gave them a different version of the game that made you win stuff faster, so they would give oh, them better review scores. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't have it past it. <laughs> yeah. No, see, but, Battlefront is just is is the God. I just like 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 you were saying. Who approved that? Because Disney certainly didn't. Hey, oh, um, Disney's <laughs> shopping around the Star Wars license exactly, now. Exactly. Exactly. They were in and, talks with Activision, apparently. And I don't know how to feel about that because Activision is kind of evil. But at the same time, when's the last time Activision put out an unfinished bad product and then killed a studio? Well, Destiny could be argued that it was unfinished, but um, but it didn't kill the studio. So what's, (laughs) What's funny is I don't know if you really look at Destiny and how what happened, that doesn't look like an Activision thing. Activision's main goal is making money, but at the same time, they want to make. They know that they have to make money off of a good product. Mm-hmm. If they put out a bad product once, they know they will lose everything. And it's one of the actual good things about Activision is even when they when they saw that their Call of Duties were being uh, that, that there was too much pressure on their development teams that they said, okay, here's another a studio. They're going to do their own Call of Duty, and you get three years, which three years is actually a lot of time to make a video game. Is it... Can you make a Witcher-style video game in that? No, yeah. but you can make a solid eight- to ten-hour campaign, mm-hmm. and usually they only make about a six-hour campaign, but you can make a really good... A, a real good game in that amount of time. Um, 
it is possible there are games that have been made under that time. Um, Modern Warfare, you know, had a, and actually Modern Warfare 2 had less of a cycle than that, and it was possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, Activision, Activision knows that seemed to be like a bungee thing, and I don't like Destiny. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I look at Activision. I mean, Activision has evil business practices, but that's the only thing I'm looking at yeah. where I look at Activision Slate, and I'm like, yeah, that's, um, hmm. Mm-hmm. You did something. You did something <laughs> wrong. It, it, it didn't turn uh, out very good. For... Meanwhile, 343 is just knocking out, knocking it out of the park with Halo, except for that Halo 5 campaign. <laughs> God, that was bad. But they reinvented multiplayer, and it's better than Halo 2, and I don't know how the hell that happened, but they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, if tying this all back to Fortnite, it is a, Fortnite is the better game in terms of game. Right. As far as solid gameplay. Yeah. Um, what, what would you say is your, like your favorite area of the map? Uh, I think my favorite like drop zone would be, uh, right now I usually try to just go where everybody isn't, uh, but it used (laughs) to be that, uh, the the Wailing Woods or oh, uh, nice, Lonely yeah. Lodge mm-hmm. because uh, usually you can get a sniper rifle Oh, nice. tower yep. by Lonely Lodge. But now it's Tilted Towers because they just throw everything there. Yeah. Oh, you want to get all the rare shit, it's at Tilted Towers. Mm-hmm. But everybody in God's going to be there. Oh, you yeah. You got to fight them. got to fight and, uh, for your right to party. But besides that, I don't know if I have a favorite. I usually just try to aim. Mm-hmm. For somewhere, I mean, now that I'm going to tilt the towers, not so much. But I usually try to aim where I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so kind of my, that's kind of my strategy too. Um, I'd say probably one of my game. yeah, I'd say probably one of my um, favorite parts is around the uh, Tomato Town. Uh, just up and to the left, there's this little hill, and then you got the Giving Tree right there. And not a lot of people go to the Giving Tree, even though you have the Giving Tree, and then you have like two or three sets of two houses so then you can go into those the, two sets of houses the giving tree the giving tree uh, it's this big weeping willow and then usually it'll have one to two um chests right under it it's uh, it's right by a hill um to the north uh northeast of tomato town there's a little hill there it has an rv on it and so right next to that is the given is the given tree and so yeah there's there's two or three sets of like two houses two two-story houses and um so you get done with the giving tree you go over to a couple of the houses and you're pretty much set um and usually by that time if the circle's not bearing down on you it's you know somewhere else but usually you can scavenge those pretty fast and you're pretty set for the whole match so that's that's probably one of my favorite spots used to be then one of my favorite spots now is like the junkyard and the the big ass you know metal pinata. I just I like landing on that thing and then um, and then um, you know burrowing down and getting the chests in and everything. So yeah, I, I I'd say those are probably my favorites. Um, I did not know about that. <laughs> oh yeah no yeah idea. yeah. I've got Time some go the- I've got some knowledge. I don't, I don't I'm not very good at the game kind of like you I don't I have one single win and it was it was it was a cheesy win because like I pretty much did not do anything for the entire match and then it was me and two other people um and the two people were fighting each other 
they were off shooting each other. I was stuck in the basement. Um, I was in the basement looking at them fighting. And so as the guy's killing the other guy, I'm starting to shoot at him. As he kills the other guy, my bullet hits him, kills him. And then all of a sudden, Victor Royale's on my screen. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I, I didn't even know at the time that it was down to three people. And I was just like, ah. So, I mean, yeah, I've only won one time. And it was it was a very <laughs> it was a very ninja one. So, it's like I didn't even get any. I got the one kill. So, it's like I got the one that counts. But on a highlight reel, it's not exactly, <laughs> you know. That's 100% heart more wins than I have. So. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, but yeah, like you said, I mean, it's 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 still addictive, you know, because it's like you you might not get to the top, but it's like I I do like you get a little bit better, you get a little bit better. Sometimes what's more exciting to me is to not make it up that high, but then I get a bunch of kills because what Fortnite Battle Royale does so well is that every kill feels like you earned it. It feels like you know, like. I like I deserve that you know and every once in a while you have to worry about you know random bloom and all that technical crap but when it really comes down when you get that kill you're like you know F yeah mm-hmm. Boom. sometimes you gotta it, you know it depends on what the weapon you have yeah the exactly. weapons that you have what's your favorite what's one of your favorites my favorite weapon is the silenced SMG that is barred on the nice. best weapon in the game nice uh, not a lot of people like the SMG you're a bold man the silenced SMG or yeah. the regular SMG? All together. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about the the silenced MP5 that they give you. Mm-hmm. Um, that gun has ran. I don't know why people don't like it. People don't like it because it kills you. <laughs> um, and it's not rare. Mm-hmm. There are rare versions of it, but you can get a common one. It's not like a sniper rifle that every time it shows up, it's rare. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do like the sniper rifles quite a lot. I'm kind of enjoying the crossbow. Um, which is just useless in PUBG, um, because on, in Fortnite they give you like a five round. Uh, it's not necessarily a magazine, but it's kind of like that. Right, right. Uh, in Fortnite, I mean in Fortnite, in PUBG it is literally you load each bolt. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's realistic, but don't ever pick that thing up. You're going to die. <laughs> um, you can't lead anybody with it. Because if you miss, oh, time to reload, and they're gone, or they killed me. Yeah. Um, Not only but yeah, that, but it, then the lag, it's like you you could line up a perfect shot, and then it's like, boop, nope, he's teleported over here. But, uh, yeah, the silenced SMG, because mm-hmm. it has, it's got more than just medium range. Mm-hmm. It's got enough to hit people from far away, if yeah. you can see them. Nice, uh, But nice. what it also does is that it's silent. <laughs> it is suppressed. Yeah. You shoot people and you have a decent and you have decent cover. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. And the best part is, is what tells you someone's hitting you besides you getting hit is that sound, and that tells you to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because the 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 sound and the bullet hits you around the same time because the game doesn't have uh, actual physics in that turn and 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 that sense in it. Mm-hmm. Because in real life, that bullet would hit you long before you ever heard the sound. Right, thing how far away you were, but it, uh, since there is no sound to worry about, it just you hit them, and before they realize where they're getting hit from, they're dead. Right. Um, it's not so great close range, but from mid range, it is great. Um, 
and uh, I used the shit out of that gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait to see how the Deagle's going to do. But. Oh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, super slow fire rate. Um, I, it's really accurate, though, so all you need is, you know. It's a Deagle. Two, two three hits. Pretty good. I'd say my favorite. Uh, you ever held one in real life? Oh, God, no, but I can only imagine. It is terrifying. <laughs> Stop touching me with your toes. It is terrifying. It, 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 it is like, you know it's going to be heavy. But all the weight is in the front of the gun, and it is a weird. Now it has to be like that, or else it'll fly out of your hand and hit you in the face. But <laughs> it it is. You pick this thing up. I had there was a one in a pawn shop, and I saw it, and I was like, "Is that a Desert Eagle?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Can I hold that?" Can <laughs> I, I just like, touch it? What is this thing doing here? <laughs> I'm like, you don't. You just don't run into Desert Eagles. I've been in many if a gun do, store and stuff like that. They usually don't have them out mm-hmm. because one, are, not only are they really expensive, they're not practical. Right, right. Um, unless you're an agent in the Matrix, they are just <laughs> not practical. Um, uh, I think the only real reason you would really need one is if you're in a place where there's a lot of bears. Um, because uh, generally speaking, if you're in a place where there are a lot of bears, and there are places in Texas like that, or cougars, you uh, you do anything in the woods, you need a sidearm on you, because uh, the, or pepper spray or something like that. You want something because, especially like a deagle, it is a big enough round that not only will it hit them, it has enough impact to it. It won't just go through and through. That it will stop them, and uh, you could shoot them in the foot, and it'll it's enough to get them the hell away from you. They don't mm-hmm. want to go mess with you. But if you have to kill it, one shot is usually all you need. Uh, there's another <laughs> gun we have down here that we use for that. It's a big revolver. Um, and uh, you carry that usually with a, a big uh, a hollow point rounds, stuff like that, because you, want, you, don't want, you don't want it to just go through them and then them charge at you. You want it to hit them and they feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily to kill them, but to save your life. You know, We don't have bear hunting here, but we have... Uh, bear stopping. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to get. You don't want to get. Uh, you don't. You, know, you don't want to get on the wrong end of that. We have a lot of cougars, but yeah, that 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 it is. That's the only time I could see. Like, I want to buy a desert eagle. Why? Because I live around <laughs> bears. <the> bears. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. You know, there the, or or moose. God dang mooses. Like, yep. Need a desert. Need a desert eagle. I understand 100%. It's like I don't ever plan to kill one, but if it gets the rage, I'm going to put it down. Um, that's like the only gun that I know of that, uh, besides a few rifles, right. but that's the only gun that I know of that if you're in close enough range to where a moose is going to become a problem, that you could put one down. Those mm. things are terrifying. <laughs> Thank God they do not live here. Yeah, The um, so... Thanks for thanks for coming on. I mean, it's been a great time getting to know you. Um, make sure uh, l- let people know where, what your Twitch is and how they can find you. Oh, uh, it's Snappy Nose Gaming at uh, or it's, I think it's twitch.tv slash Snappy Nose Gaming and uh, YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com slash Snappy Snappy Nose Gaming. Um, that should be the links. I hope so. And then my Twitter is at Stampy Nose. All right, so, sweet. 
Stamping comes from my last name. If anyone's curious, <laughs> you just like stamping things. You like you like going to the mail and you like sending stuff off to the mail. And you're just like, I'm, I'm Stampy, Mister Stampy, the Christmas mail. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. I don't know either. I don't either. Sometimes words just come out of my mouth and it's like poetry. Pop but that's it. not the point. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining me on Inside Fortnite. Uh, make sure, uh, guys, you go to Stampy Nose and follow him. Look at him on Twitter and uh, give, him, give him some love. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. All right. And... Um, you kept a weathered eye on that horizon. You've got a fortnight to prepare.